Social Media Serenity, episode number one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of a brand new podcast, Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And, and I am Eric Fisher. And we are here, gonna, well, we're actually going to be here each week at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Thursday mornings. And we're going to be talking about what, Eric? Social media. All right, so... Eric, uh, social media is something that you and I are first. Actually, you know what? Before we do that, why don't we explain how who you are and how we got to know each other? That'd be a good place to start. <laughs> I, I just assume everybody knows. But how did how did how did you and I meet? How would you explain that? I would explain it as I became a fan of the, let's say, second or third episode of the Lost podcast you were doing back in late 2005. And ever since we've actually used social media to uh, have our friendship. And I think we've only met in person once so far. Yeah. In fact, you came up for one of the, the actually the very first ever Weekly Lost Podcast um, live meetup that we right. did at Garzelli's Pizza Place. Which was awesome. It was fun. That was a lot of fun. And if, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that was the very first time I, I met your wife as well. Yes. And she came down with you and she saw the get up that we had the whole live set up. And I believe she said, wow, that's kind of cool. And did she or did she not say if you wanted to do that, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, that that was pretty much the, the final blow in the you don't have time to do that. and We don't have the money for that and all that. So I and it, it actually was a few weeks before my birthday at that time back in 07. And so, yeah, I was able to find a, a fairly cheap mixer and some mics, and my friend and I started podcasting way back when. Absolutely. And I, I'm excited about that. And, of course, you and your friend, that would be Rob, and yes. you two do a show. It used to just be called We're Both Right. Right. But now it's the WBR show. Yes. And, uh, and each week you guys come up with some kind of unique, what does the WBR stand for? My favorite being Wheels Bus Round. <laughs> well, this, this past one that we did was Wild Battling Robots because we reviewed Transformers 2. There you go. Sweet. So so anyway, here's what we're going to be doing in this show. Uh, Eric basically emailed me earlier this week and said, hey, I have an idea. I would love to pitch an idea for a new podcast and want to talk to you about it. And we got on the phone and we had, I'd say we probably talked for what, about 30 minutes, 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was long, but it was short, too. Yeah, so we, we had a great conversation. Is you know I had always been thinking about, you know I had this wildly successful Facebook 101 video tutorial series that really helped me you know, in, share with people how I'm using Facebook and, and some of the things that make it useful. How do I become more productive with it and stuff like that? Um, there's a little bit of controversy that we won't go into a long time ago where I did the whole, you know, stop the, the Facebook tag spamming and stuff like that. Uh, it was just really annoying for there for a while, but, um, you know, it's, it's just that video is so difficult, but I had always been thinking, you know, I want to do a podcast that would be Twitter 101 because I think Twitter is this amazing tool that not everybody really completely understands. And you came to me with the idea of saying, hey, I want to do a podcast 
all devoted to Twitter. Yes. And so we, we started talking about that. And of course we, we felt like, okay, well how would we do this? What would be the format of the show? And it just made sense at this point to go ahead and say, you know, let's do an audio um, podcast about Twitter or whatever it, it is. And, and then we started talking about, you know, should we talk about just Twitter or should we talk about social media in general? These all the social networks, because Twitter is the most famous thing right now, I think, it, as far as, you know, what we're using. And, and when I say we're using, I'm talking about myself and Eric. That's our primary source of of social networking. However, I think I use Facebook quite a bit more than you do, Eric. Uh, would you I don't say? know. I, I think I'm on there quite often too. Okay. It, it's, you know, I use it often. I don't, ha- I probably don't have as many friends as you do on there. So it may appear that way. Well, I tell you, here, here's what we decided is that we're going to talk about social web, social media, networking, productivity tools, all of these different things. The big question is, well, first of all, are you allowed to say about your new position that you're in? Do you want to talk about that? Not necessarily, but I can say that I have been asked. I, I, I work in sales and marketing and at a university, and they know that they need to uh, get on board with doing more social media stuff. And so they know I have interest in that as well as at least some experience, and I've been researching it and still learning about it as well, um, which is kind of where this fits in. It's like, hey, this is my research tool, the show in some senses. Exactly. And so they've been asking me, and I've been you know, telling them what I know. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this is going to be great for you. And, of course, I, I do a lot of podcast consulting for clients who are looking to brand themselves and uh, consistently working with them in the area of you know how, how do you build an audience, how do you build your brand, how do you connect with people relationally? Of course, all of these all these things that I tell people is like, listen, if you if you have no desire to interact with an audience, don't get started. You know that that yeah. that that's all there is to it. You're just going to be blowing a lot of hot air out there unless you've got something so appealing, so amazing that you know they can't get anywhere else. Um, and you're just a, a the super mega superstar and whatever. Um, you really need to interact with your audience and, and to build relationships. And that's really how you build a brand, in my opinion. And social networking makes all those things possible. And so that those are we're going to talk a little bit in this podcast about how to how to build relationships through um, social networking. But also the other thing that we're both you and I are both concerned about, not just the business and marketing aspect of this, but we're talking about, you know, you and I are both husbands and we're both fathers. Right. We also both have work that we are required to do. And yes. with all of those things, you and I have a, both have a keen interest of pursuing a more balanced life. Exactly. And so social media can really eat a lot of time. You know, spending time on the internet, uh, networking with people can be very fun. It can be a lot of fun, but it also can be very distracting. And if not kept in close check, it, we can um, definitely find ourselves spending way too much time on Facebook, on Twitter, checking. And, and, and I'm even going to say, I'm still considering email social networking. Um, you know, email, yeah. email is a technology that I think is, is, is something that is just way too prevalent in our society. And we're, our lives are, are being, I, I would say even being directed by email. 
I would have to agree. I mean, it's the age-old question of modern convenience is supposed to make your life easier and more comfortable and you're supposed to be able to get more done and all that. But instead of freeing us up to have more time for the important things, we seem to be using these tools to, well, be overtaken by them in some senses and we, we find we have less time. Exactly. And and so we're going to be t- covering things for, uh along those lines as well. And we, we definitely want to answer this. I'm looking at the chat room. Somebody says, is this going to uh, end at 1130 as the schedule says? We did for our very first episode here. We ran into a little technical glitch. We started a little late. What t- what time are we going to go through, Eric? I know you're on a lunch break. I, I don't have a problem. I actually didn't start until right about the time we started. So Oh, great. So we're okay. good to go then. We can go as long as we need to. Okay, so we'll probably go until about 12 o'clock, which is going to leave us. Is that going to work for you? Yeah, that's fine. All right, so we're going to we're going to continue on. I think the important thing to do here real quick is to start off and talk about some of the social networks we're currently using. Is that is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. All right, so I'll let you... It's kind of good to open it up at the beginning and just say, here's what we're doing. Exactly. So I'm going to let you start off. Um, you, you mentioned the service that you use most, and I'll, I'll say whether or not I use that and where it falls in line, and, and we'll go back and forth that way. So why don't you start off with your first one? Okay. Well, I think the one that I use the most, um, even though I have Twitter at the top of the list, I'm going to say Facebook. I probably will go and look at Facebook first, see if there's anything going on there and then go to Twitter because that then updates my status for Facebook the way I have it set up. And, and a lot of people have it set up. Um, so I'm going to start with Facebook. Okay. So you're going to start off now. Explain to me real quickly, when you go to Facebook, wh- what do you do? What, first of all, do you go straight to your Facebook home, you know, just go to facebook.com or are you going yeah. straight to your profile? So you see your newsfeed first. Yeah, I, I typically will will scan the news feed real quick, but I will also most of the time I'll look down in the lower corner and see what the little red uh, highlight and the number is, and see what people that I know have interacted with me on first. Okay, and for those comments, are, all things, stuff like that. Exactly, and so the little red thing he's talking about is the little notifications window. So. Um, now, do you feel like sometimes you get a little over flooded with those, you know, how many people sent you farm pets and all that other stuff? Well, I, a long time ago have started following the practice of blocking every application, new application as I get invited to it that I have no interest in, in being a part of, uh, thanks to your tips. And so that has, I mean, I rarely get invites to stuff these days. Yeah, that, that's exactly the same with me. And one or two a week maximum. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's the same with me. I, I definitely, I block every single application. What I'm, what I like to see in notifications, I like to see, uh, where so-and-so's uploaded a photo I or in the news feed. Yeah. I'm sorry. In the news feed, I like to see where people are uploading photos, videos, blog posts, shared items, and that's it. As far as what they're listening to, as far as you know, what games, they're, how they're ranking in certain games, what character they are in Harry Potter, you know, all that stuff. I'm really not concerned about all of that. And in fact, I feel like for and I'm not placing any judgment on other people, but for me, those were the kind of things that were de- taking up a lot of time, You're spending 25 minutes going through and answering this question, that question to find out what character I am. You know, that's 25 minutes of a very valuable day. Yeah. 
And so well, I, and even even going down through your news feed as you see different people, uh, so and so took this quiz. Well, if I know I'm never caring about that quiz, right there, and I click, uh, I forget hide, what it is, hide quiz. Yes, and I p- picked a quiz instead of the person to hide. Although there have been people I've hidden just because I I want to remain friends, but I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Want to see everything they're doing? I will check in on them from time to time. So now I will tell you that I am using Facebook more and more as the result of having the ability to do groups. So yes. I will. Tell I you, love that. Yeah, I'm glad they added that. I wish Twitter would add groups. And there, there are two th- two reasons why I like Facebook for Twitter esque functions. Uh, and of course, you know, Facebook, basically the things that I use Facebook more are, um, for today are things that really are mimicked after Twitter, such as status updates and the ability on my profile. When I, first of all, when I log into to, to, um, uh, Facebook, the first thing I log into, I have a shortcut to my profile. That's the very first place I go because what I do is I actually scan down my status updates and see where people have commented on things that I've said. And then what I'll do is I'll quickly go through, read their responses, and I'll respond back. And I love that here's the status update that I did, you know, 10 hours ago. Five people have commented and I go through and I can actually comment back to those people and they get notified immediately uh, in their notifications that I've responded to their comments and that's really cool and it's all kept in this very linear very easy to follow threaded conversation much like Plurk did and we'll talk about Plurk later probably but I really love that it's it's all this timeline based and I prefer having a conversation back and forth in Facebook because it does such a great job of threading that and making it easy to follow but the drawback there is that it it's not something I can just permalink to. So I can't say, look at this awesome conversation, threaded conversation that we've had, and uh, here's a link to that conversation. It would be great if you could do that or even get a screen cap of it or something. Yeah, well, I, and I have done that. I have actually gone oh, in. Uh, I use a program called Fireshot, which is an application, or which is an add-on for Firefox. And instead of just doing a screen grab of what is visible on your browser right now, if your browser goes down in like 40 different scrolls on your mouse, <laughs> uh, it will actually go and it will do a screen grab of that entire web page. And then you can go in and you can even crop that section. And I've actually done that and posted the PNG file of that image into a blog post and say, here's a great conversation we've had recently. See, I'm already learning. I need to use Fireshot. Yeah, Fireshot. And it's not available for Mac, by the way. It's only PC. But there, right. I'm, I'm sure there are other applications that will do screen, ga- screen grabs of entire web pages. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, and then Facebook allows you to do one other thing, which, of course, is, you know, I'll click on the Facebook homepage, which takes me to the news feed. I very rarely ever just go through the entire newsfeed because I, I have I, I've made a policy of friending anybody who wants to friend me. So, right. you know, 12, 1300 people. It's just a lot of people. And what I've done is I do go in and I create groups, though. So there are definitely people that I want to follow what's going on. And I used to create a separate Twitter account called uh, Super GSPN Super Secret. So if you go to 
uh, <laughs> twitter.com slash GSPN super secret, you'll see my Twitter ID where I only friend people that I know from church or, you know, in the local area that, that, um, you know, that I know from a, more of a church background. People and, you're going to see on a face to face basis. Yep. And, and people that the next time I see them in public, I would love to be able to say, oh, how was your vacation? I'm glad to see you're back. You know, how was Fiji or whatever? You know, how was, yeah. you know, oh, how, how's, how's your son doing? Is he, is he over his cough? You know, those kind of things that it, it, it really, which I think are, is what social networking is really good for is, is to get to know people you know face to face on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. I, I'm amazed at how much you and I know more about each other on a deeper level than what probably we know of all of our friends we see face to face and have seen them for the last several years of our lives. Yeah. So, so I, I I like to use it that way. And so basically I I went in and you can create a group on Facebook and say, listen, create a church church friends group and you can just in out of your list of friends, you can pull out of there and select who of those friends should be in that group. And I really like that feature. And I, so the threaded conversation and if they were to take the groups feature and take those two features of Facebook, it would make Twitter the perfect application. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, and that's I mean, maybe now moving over to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Twitter is is right up there, if not right on the same line as first place for me as far as, mm-hmm. you know, top most used, I think. Um and yeah, if they if they were able to integrate, you know, threaded comments and uh, and those uh, and you know the the grouping, which I think is going to happen. Yeah, it's got to happen eventually. So, yeah, I the one thing I, I I'm cautious of with Twitter is I do want to make sure that whatever changes they make and whatever new functionality that they don't turn it into a oh what was that service because there was a service that had all of these things that we want for Twitter and it was called Jaiku Jaiku. Okay. And Google bought them and then Google shut it down. <laughs> but uh, Jaiku was very much Twitter on steroids. It had all these different things. You could group people. You could have threaded conversations and all of those things. But Twitter had the momentum. It had the user base. It had all my friends, you know, and I didn't want to move over. Uh, and, and, but the thing is, Twitter was so easy, and, and I still believe this today. My mom is the type of person who cannot change the cartridge in a, in a printer cartridge. She, she just can't do it on her own. All right. But I could point her to twitter.com and say, mom, sign up for an account and go to twitter.com slash GSPN and follow me. And she would be able to go to Twitter and be able to figure that out. No problem at all. There's not, oh, yeah. a, there's not a billion things vying for her attention uh within the next 12 days she's not going to get 300 emails you know from applications from everybody else that she's friended from the family and 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 so twitter to me is very plain basic straightforward easy to follow uh facebook right out of the gate by default annoys the crap out of people see and and my mom she loves facebook and I think the thing for her was she uh, she would find Twitter maybe kind of pointless because, well, I've already got Facebook. And mm-hmm. for her, that's totally true. Um, I've actually interacted more with my mom since she joined Facebook <laughs> nice. uh, in the past year and a half or so. Um, 
because she'll post photos from back home and things like that. But And I think the reason she didn't find Facebook overwhelming at first was because, well, she was a friend of me and like five or six other relatives and it was only interacting with them. And, and so she learned the ropes very early on and just, you know, post this, change this status, do this and not take place in every single you know, invite you get and so on. Exactly. So, and that's the important thing. And of course, if you guys haven't seen it already, go to, um, Facebook one Oh one, you can find it over at gspn.tv. There's some things there that'll teach you some of the basics of, uh, how to turn off those notifications and stuff. Uh, that's the other important thing is, is everybody who's on Facebook, if you're getting way too many emails, that's the, that was my biggest complaint. Oh, turn them all off. Tur- go in and turn all the notifications off, except for the ones you desperately want. And, uh, you know, the, I went in and I told it I don't want any emails unless if, if somebody sends me a message on Facebook, which, by the way, I never check my inbox on Facebook, uh, except for the fact that if somebody sends me a message on fe- Facebook, it sends me an email saying somebody sent you a message on Facebook and it actually puts the text of the message there. Right. And what I do is I, if I know that person and I have their email address, I send them an email. So I actually, I will actually hit forward and then I will type in their address and then I'll, I'll respond to their Facebook message that way because I prefer to keep all that stuff in one place. If is up, if at all possible. And one of the things I would love if Facebook would do is give you the ability to say, don't allow people to send me Facebook messages. Or if you had the ability that says, you know, uh, I just some kind of integration. And they used to have an application that would kind of do that. It would be called Facebook email integration or something like that. It was too cheesy, didn't work out. But I would really love an option that says, you know, here's my email address. We're obviously friends. This is how I prefer to be, you know, connected to. And I used to miss a lot of messages until I finally went in and, and said, okay, send me a mess, an email every time somebody sends me an email or a message in Facebook. So that's one of the things that I do there. And, and so occasionally about once every three or four weeks, I'll go into my inbox and I'll just go in and, and delete all those messages that I've responded to. Right. Yeah, well, and you're bringing up a good point. Is I, I think you you want to go to Twitter for what you use that for, and you want to check your email for your email and your Facebook for your Facebook, and you don't want them to always all be mushed together, or else they're always all contacting you at the same time. Right now, Doctor uh, Logo Massini in our chat room, he's saying I set my Facebook to not accept personal messages. It's not hard. So that sounds like that's a new feature since the last time I've actually went into the settings. So I'm glad to hear that they have that. I would be interested in setting that up. Yeah, I, I might be interested in setting that up. Although here, here's the other side of that, and this is something to ponder, is there are people that I know on Facebook who maybe don't have, who, who would not go to my information screen to check out my email, and they might just pick up and send me a message. And I've had some messages that have led to some uh, business sales. It's like, hey, Cliff, I want to talk to you about buying a high LPR 40. And I'm like, okay. And I'll actually respond to them. And I don't have their email address because I've never connected with them ever before, except for the fact I got a friend request from them like nine months ago. And now all of a sudden I got a, a, a private message on Facebook. And so I will respond. It's like, oh, great. You know, I, I noticed that you want to buy a high LPR 40. Hey, would you mind contacting me at cliff at, you know, gspn.tv or cliff at ravenscraft.org, whatever. And I, and I just say, you know, I'd love to t- discuss that with you. Or here's my phone number. Give me a call. 
And so I don't know that I'd want to turn it completely off. And, and so I don't know. I'm glad that they have that availability there, though. Yeah. I think I am going to switch to the to what you have been doing is is because I've turned off all emails from Facebook. I think I'm going to go back in and turn on the if somebody sent me a, an actual well quote unquote Facebook email is what I kind of take it as yeah um, that it sends me that email so that I can start directing people towards hey if you're going to email me email me don't go to Facebook and then email me yeah. And, and, and I actually used to have a, a standard thing. It's like, I only check my email here. Please email me this way. And I, it's like, you know what? That's too impersonal. And I didn't, and I'm, I'm very much against canned responses. If you can ever avoid a canned response, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much against them. I personally, I'd rather spend, you know, 30 seconds of my life generating a real honest to goodness little message that says, Hey, you know, do, would you mind emailing me over here? Uh, I see this. And in fact, uh, I'll be happy to I'll be on the lookout for it, you know, and, and, and just writing that in. But I, but I do. And, 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 and I communicate to people that I prefer to work via email because I'm, I'm a very organized person. And but I do communicate the way to them, the way that I am best reachable, you know, and, and I make it clear. It's like, listen, if you want to send me a Facebook message, that's fine. I may not be able to get to it and respond to it as quickly as you might if you were to send me an email, which generally you're going to get a response within anywhere between eight and 24 hours. So, so then sending you an actual email instead of a Facebook message is, gives them kind of a, an idea of how to prioritize getting you to look at it sooner. Exactly. There, there's and no- it fits in with your inbox zero, which I think is something in, in the future we will say, hey, okay, how do we apply inbox zero to these other social medias and not just email. Well, you know, we talk about inbox zero and when I, when I say inbox zero, I'm actually talking about inbox zero and all of these social medias. Oh, well that's cool. Yeah. And, and I I think, well, we, I don't think we have enough time to go into inbox zero today, but definitely would you mind do me a favor, Eric, and go into our show notes and just put in big, huge, bold print for a future episode. I, I think we could develop an entire episode on inbox zero. It is, I'm putting applying inbox zero or workflow to other social media. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that is my goal. And that's, and, and so for me, I want to just say there is a very real reason why I do not interact with people on all social networks. Now I have a philosophy of posting status updates to all the networks, but I choose right now to only interact with people through just a handful of networks. One more question uh, that I saw in the chat room a while ago, and I think this is on the minds of a lot of people, is how do you connect your Twitter updates with your Facebook updates so that they go back and forth, so that they'll be connected? So the question is, how do you get Facebook to update Twitter if that if you're using if you prefer using Facebook? And by the way, if you only use Facebook and you have a lot of friends who use Twitter, my suggestion is get a Twitter account. Even if you don't plan on using Twitter, get a Twitter account and link your Facebook updates to post to your Twitter. All right. And that way, the because you have a lot of friends who are using Twitter who hardly use Facebook. And this is a way for you to let them be a part of, you know, what you're sharing about yourself. And this is all about that social networking relationship building stuff. Uh, and if you're a Twitter person and you don't use Facebook, Set up a Facebook account, turn off every notification, email notification, 
and just link it to where every time you post a Twitter update, that it'll update your status on Facebook. And you and and what I would do is is I would I would uncheck I would actually check one of the notifications that says email me anytime somebody leaves a comment on one of my status updates. I that's another notification that I do get via email. Okay. So those are two that I get uh, messages and comments on my on my on my on my status updates. So. Eric, how are you linking Twitter and Facebook? I, I believe that I am only linking one way, and it's from Twitter to Facebook. And I think that I think I'm doing it differently than you. I think you're using Ping mm-hmm. to do that. I'm actually using, I believe, the the Twitter Facebook application. Okay. And so I've set it up in Face. I've searched for that application in Facebook, added that, and then basically linked the accounts and so now every time i put something out on twitter it shows up as an update on status for facebook very cool and there are a lot for me that was the simplest way to do it mm-hmm. yeah it, it, so that is the official twitter application correct yes and there is a there is a setting in that application that allows you to filter out any at replies or yes at least used to be i personally like leaving those in but I can see the value of leaving those out as well so that you're not doing the conversations. It's kind of like if you could imagine in Facebook, if, if somebody left you a comment and then you commented on their comment and all of a sudden that comment that responded, the comment where you responded to somebody else's comment becomes your status update. And, and right. that, that's one, that is one of the confusing things about Twitter, but it's also one of the things I like about Twitter. You know, because Eric, you might do an at reply to somebody else and I might be jumping in like three fourths of the way into the conversation. I'm catching the very back end. You've actually let's just say your friend did a status update. You responded your friends and a response to your response. And then you've responded to that response. And I just checked my Twitter pro uh, uh, Twitter timeline and I'm catching this last response. But I see what you said, and and whatever it is you said kind of intrigued me. It's like, that's an interesting thought. I wonder what he's talking about. And so I'll go back and I'll trace those steps. And again, I, it'd be so nice to have it as a threaded conversation. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, and there are ways to do that, by the way, through some Twitter searches and, and things like that. And that's well, more, especially, if, especially if you're not following the person I'm having the conversation with. You're only getting one side of it. Exactly. But the thing is, is as long as they're not private, then I can actually still follow that conversation and get a right. And it's all of a sudden, it's like, you know what? I, and then I click on the person that you're talking to and I read their bio. It's like, oh my gosh, this person lives in, in Northern Kentucky. This person is talking about this and I see three of their interests listed in their, in their uh, profile. I click on the link. It's like, oh my gosh, they have a blog and, they're, and a, a podcast too. No way. This is a person yeah. I'm going to invite to lunch tomorrow. There you go. And I've done that on a consistent basis. And that's one of the things I do like about having those at replies. So, you know, just something to think about there. Um, But okay, so that's how you're doing it. There are other Twitter applications. I noticed that there are some people that do Twitter or Twitter updates and they'll have pound FB, which is pound Facebook. And they from what I understand is there is a selective Twitter update tool. And it will, and basically, this is an application. I think that you, and and for the anybody who knows about this, please call and leave us a voicemail 
about this one. The phone number is area code 859-795-4067. You can call any time of day, 24 hours a day. Uh, but anyway, I, I, from what I think is that this is it must be a, tw- a Facebook application that monitors your Twitter feed. And anytime you put pound FB, then only those updates from Twitter appear as your status update on Facebook. That that's pretty cool. I'll, however, do you really want to spare those three characters to do that? Sometimes that 140 is very precious. Right. And Justin Rains in our chat room is saying, I believe this has to end with pound FB. Uh, he says, I would like it if anywhere you could have the pound FB. So that thanks for that additional information. And Justin, do you know if that is um, is that a do you know the name of that Facebook application so that we could give it here? Uh, it sounds to me like maybe he's using that. Now, as far as going the other way, how do, do you know of anything, Eric, that allows you to go take your Facebook um, Facebook, and update it uh, to your Twitter, t- to where it takes your Facebook and turns it to Twitter? I know that there is a an application in Facebook that it will do it, and I made the mistake of adding that at the same time that I did the oh. Twitter to Facebook. And so I was getting echo back and forth between the two. And, you know, I send one update in one place and it bounces to the one and then back to the other. And and so I figured that out a while. I, I haven't thought about it since and said, okay, I need to decide which way do I want to go with this and just leave it that way. So gotcha. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. Uh, and let's see here. Justin Raines has already responded back in the chat room and he said it's called the selective Twitter app. That allows you to do the hashtag FB, which, by the way, in a future episode, we'll also talk about hashtags. Um, but uh, hashtags is that pound sign and, and some other digits that you see in a lot of Twitter updates and various other places, by the way. But uh, hashtags, it's like metadata for yeah. Twitter tweets. Exactly. So. So basically, that's how we're using Twitter and Facebook, and uh, I think you and I are both actively doing it. By the way, how I'm doing it, I use a service called ping.fm, and I have an account with um, Twitter, Facebook, Plurk, uh, Hello, or no, um, um, with, what's that other one that Leo's using now? Um, FriendFeed. Uh, and then there are tons of other things out there. There's Plaxo. Uh, Gtalk allows you to update your status updates. Um, Vime, I mean, just all these other s- sites that allow you to do status updates. Tumblr, all, all of those, I have accounts with all of them. Usually my username is GSPN, almost always. Um, if not, it's Cliff EOTC, which stands for Cliff Encouraging Others Through Christ. Uh, but anyway, it's one of those two usernames. And I have ping.f, ping, yeah, and I also have Plurk. Um, so anytime I send out a status update, I usually am using ping.fm and that will notify and update every single one of those services. I think it's like 17, 18, 19 of those services. I sign up for all of those services and update all those because I know there are people who use those services who don't like Twitter or don't like Facebook and they still want to be able to see, you know, uh, what's going on. And so ping.fm allows me to do this. There's another service just like it. It's called hello text. And I think it's hello txt.com. I'm not positive, but let me just check real quick. Hello txt.com. I know a lot of people are using that one as well. So yeah, that is exactly what it is. And, 
Um, but anyway, I, and also Facebook. I, I never log into Facebook. I mean, or not Facebook, but um, MySpace. I never. Oh, I, lo- I've never had a MySpace. I never will. Yeah, I, I, I have a MySpace, and I have not used MySpace since I started using Facebook. But I do send my status updates there. There are literally millions of people who still use MySpace that despise Facebook, and they don't like Twitter. They, in fact, you know, ever since they, they felt the coolest thing in the world was when MySpace started, space started doing status updates. It's like, oh, that's so cool. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's been around. But anyway, but I do post to all of those, and that's how I do it. I use ping.fm, and I'm also using an application on my iPhone, uh, a Twitter application called Tweety, T-W-E-E-T-I-E. It is a paid-for application. It's very inexpensive. I think it might be $2.99 or something like that, but it also has ping.fm integration so that anytime I send... That's great. so, So if I create a new Twitter post in Tweety, it automatically sends it out to ping.fm. And that is awesome. I love that. And so that's how I that's how I get information up. But those are the two those are the I it sounds like Twitter and Facebook, those are the two we both use most. Yes. What other social networking services are you using, Eric? Well, a third thing that I check most often, I'm gonna have to say, is Google Reader. I've tried to, over the course of the past few years, stop surfing the internet and let the internet come to me by using RSS feeds of the things that I really like to check. Um, unless I'm doing research, then I'll you know do searches and go around and look at it. But I'll, most of the time, Google Reader is where I will go to find you know updates on what I'm tracking. You know, this surprises me that in this day and age, how few people know about RSS. I had to explain it just the other day. I am explaining it. I, my clients, <laughs> I've got clients who want to to start podcasting and they've been listening to podcasting and they have no clue what RSS is. There, I have clients, I, I, I have, I'll, I, I'm trying to say this, how do I say this without, uh, well, I have lots of clients, so I'll just, I'll just say that. And I have a client who has a very, very popular blog. I'm talking very popular blog. Thousands of people subscribed to his blog, reading it on a daily basis, right? And it, it's probably one of the most popular blogs in in the area where he's at. And so with that being said, he also reads a lot of other people's blogs. And I was sitting there the other day and I was looking at him going through. He was checking something to see if anybody else had picked up on this news item before he did. And he was going through looking at people's blogs and he was actually going through this bookmark folder. And I'm telling you, he had 45 blogs bookmarked and he was going through and checking each and every one of them. And I'm like, what's going on here? It turns out he had no clue, no clue about RSS. I think the last time I did that bookmark folder thing was probably 2004 Mm-hmm. 2003 maybe man yeah yeah so so the idea here google reader is just one of gosh a, more than a thousand different rss readers out yes. there i love google reader it is the google reader of choice and i i love the web integration of it uh you can you can actually bookmark it onto your iphone they have a great web experience that goes with that but anyway you can take the rss feed or really simple syndication feed 
of any blog and put the RSS feed into Google Reader and subscribe to it. And that way it only shows you in your list. It'll it will put a bold print on anything that's new since the last time you read. So you go ahead and and load up all your RSS feeds and click mark as read, mark all as read on it. And then anytime something new comes up, you're notified notified by a little bold highlight of that text. And and then you go and you click and you read that post and you're reading it right within a frame on this website. All the contents there. If the formatting's a little bit off and you think you're missing something, you just click on the title. It takes you right to the blog. But here's what you avoid. You avoid the need to jump to a page just to see if something's new there. You know, you might have, let's just say you have 15 blogs you read on a daily basis and only two of them are updated today. Well, do you know how much time you waste looking at the other 13 blogs that didn't have anything there? Where you could have gone into Google Reader, logged in, saw the two bold entries, and saw the rest were all regular. And now, um, now you see what the two updates out of the 15 are. You read them, and you're off doing the rest of the things for your day. And, yeah, exactly. uh, and, and, and trust me and, and please, you know, I, I see Mary Martin in our chat room. She goes, I didn't know what RSS means and that's okay. That's why we're here with this podcast. And so basically please understand that if we're saying this, Oh, I can't believe this. I don't want anybody to feel bad because you don't know about this stuff. And if we mention something here and it's like, I didn't know about that. I want to know more about that. Call us and let us know. Ask us the question, even if it's, you know, what is RSS? And we want to explain it to you. And so, Eric, you know, there is a video from from Common, Common Craft that explains what an RSS feed is. And um, will you put in the chat in the in the show notes for me to put a link to Common Craft and what is RSS? And I'll put that into the show notes of the okay. show. But just a real simple breakdown is if you can imagine uh, uh, the ability to have every single website in the world use one standard format of the ti- this is the title, this is the date it was posted, this is the author, and this is the content that's in this website. And basically, it could go and extract that data out, and it looks the same for every single website in the world. And you can bring that in, and one single program can show you a collected information from all the different websites that you go to on a daily basis. That is what RSS is. So all of our, my website looks completely different than Eric's blog. And so they're, they look very different, but our RSS feeds very much look identical. The content's different format is the same. So that's what, that's what an RSS feed is. And so uh, Kim has already put a link to commoncraft.com slash Oh, she put Twitter in there, but uh, there's one common craft for RSS, and I will put that into the show notes of this episode, which you will find at gspn.tv. Or no, actually, we we did get it. It's socialmediaserenity.com, didn't we? Nice. Very cool. Yes, we did. Oh, by the way, anybody who's in the chat room, if you guys want to follow our show notes uh, during the live shows, uh, we have um, gspn.tv slash smsnotes as well. Oh, there it is. Commoncraft.com slash RSS underscore plain underscore English. And we uh, again, we'll put that video in the show notes. 
All right. Anything else you want to cover in this first initial episode, Eric, or do you want to slowly wrap things up here? I don't have a problem with wrapping it up. I think that, you know, it's a good first coverage. And I, you know, just want to say, you know, follow us on Twitter and ask us questions throughout the week and submit your questions, voicemail and email to us. And we want to cover the news that we have, but you know, it's a, it's a conversation. Absolutely. And, and this show is for you, the listener. I, honestly, we're going to, okay, let's be really, we need to full disclosure here. This show is really for us. Because uh, Eric, we just want to talk about it. <laughs> we, Eric and I both want to be more uh, on top of social media. Uh, we're both very much involved in it, but it's one thing to be in it, and it's the other thing to be thinking about it and to think strategically about it. We both want to live a more balanced life, so we want to both talk and get some f- feedback from each other. How we're using these services, think you know, features that we are using that the other doesn't know about. But we also want to be available to you guys out there. We want to help answer your questions. And your questions are going to help us learn new things. And it brings expertise back to uh, Eric's career and what he's doing and the information he can continue to provide there. It's going your questions, be they basic, you know, and, and as basic and it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm too afraid to ask that. Everybody's going to know this. You know, what is instant messaging? How do I use instant mess? Ask that question. If you have that question, ask it because it's going to help me as well uh, to better understand the average person out there that is my consulting client. And I want to be able to know what's going on in your mind. So this is really for us. But at the same time, we understand it's very much for you guys as well. And uh, we're glad that you're tuning in with us. Eric, what is your Twitter handle? My Twitter is Eric J. Fisher. That's Eric with a K. So it's E-R-I-K-J-F-I-S-H-E-R. All right. And I am, you know, I, I typed that in earlier and it didn't pull up. But you know what? I think Twitter was down at the moment. So I do see uh, yours did finally pull up for me again. Uh, and then, of course, my Twitter handle is twitter.com slash gspn. And we, of course, want to invite you to call us anytime, day or night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can do that on our listener feedback hotline voicemail. That is area code 859-795-4067. I am going to ask you if you have free unlimited long distance, do call that number 859-795-4067. However, if it's going to keep you from calling us and you don't have unlimited long distance, then go ahead and dial us toll free. It is area code, it's 1-800-757-1158. The toll-free number again, 1-800-757-1158. And uh, Dr. Logo Massini says, will you be taking uh, live calls next week? We take live calls during all of our shows. The phone number during the live show is available at both above and below the chat room. And as long as we... um, are able to get you in with a good, decent connection. We'll also take your call via Skype. And uh, instructions for taking your calls via Skype are um, uh, included underneath the chat room. Over at gspn.tv live, of course, we do want to invite you to join us live next Thursday at 11 a.m. Or are you here next Thursday, Eric? Yes. Great. In the podcast Thursday morning marathon. There we go. Exactly. So thank you guys for tuning in. We we would love to hear your feedback. What do you think about the new show? And uh, what kind of questions do you have for us? Eric, thank you very much, man. 
You're welcome. All right. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Oh, and until next time, join the community. And oh, one last thing. I, we still got a minute and 40 seconds before my music runs out. I do want to mention to you, this is very much going to have the same format as other gspn.tv shows where um, you can always join us live 11 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, there's a schedule underneath the chat room at gspn.tv slash live. So you can always check to see if anything's changed as far as our recording schedule. Uh, But also, um, we're randomly going to release episodes for free into the RSS feed here, the free feed for social media serenity. But there will be several episodes that are reserved only for our gspn.tv plus members. This is what I do full time as a career. Uh, so if you are if you're enjoying this, this is going to be a podcast that you can get as uh, part of the gspn.tv slash plus membership. Check over over at gspn.tv slash plus. But uh, for those of you on the free feed, there's going to be plenty of content out there for you as well. Now, I think we're done until next time. Join the community.